Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. Stand up for your country. Remember, let's go back. Okay. Let's go back to 2016 and the run up to. Remember that time? Wasn't that long ago, but you know, memories get hazy. America was in the mood for change. And that's why Donald Trump won the Republican nomination and subsequently the election. That old-time pals uh, like Jeb Bush and Hillary Clinton, uh, Americans had had enough at that point after eight years of Barack Obama, which was a bureaucratic situation. Okay, so now we find ourselves in the exact same situation in 2023 going into 2024. Americans have had enough of the Biden administration. Every single poll shows that. And the policy, the policy failure on the part of President Biden is vivid. The only people who will not acknowledge it are the people who don't want to believe it. But if you are a clear thinker at all, you know. You got prices for essentials up 18% on his watch. You got uh, 
unregulated southern border. You got massive amounts of narcotics. You got social disorder. You got chaos overseas. It never ends. Record spending by the federal government, record debt. So it's just one after another. another. So people want to change. They want to change. So we here at the No Spin News are going to devote most of our time uh, in the next 12 months to chronicling a very poor presidential election next November 24. And we're going to do it in a different way, because that's what all cable news is going to do is this. And every day you're going to hear a bunch of bilge, B-I-L-G-E, about this or that and this and that. I'm not going to do that. We're going to give you real facts in all 50 states. We're really percolating in those states and why. Because it is the states that elect the president. And, you know, you can believe that the election was a fraud. Um, I did a message of the day this morning uh, that said, you know, President Trump made a big mistake by not appointing a special counsel to look into that election. While he could, he could have done that because he was in uh, office for two and a half months before Biden took over and he didn't. And that was a huge mistake historically. Anyway, uh, one of the big uh, items that Americans are just fed up to hear with is the illegal immigration and all the money that is going to Ukraine and overseas. And they're now combined. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So the White House wants um, a Secure the Border Act. It sounds ridiculous, but they're putting that out because they know that President Biden's getting killed on immigration. They don't really want it. And how do I know that? Because the majority leader in the Senate Chuck Schumer doesn't want it. Schumer calls it a partisan border policy. Okay, all it is is tightening up asylum claims. That's all it is. Now, for me, that's not fairly, That's not nearly enough. I'm President Biden. I signed an executive order with suspending all claims, suspending for a year until we can adjudicate the ones we have now and clean this thing up. Nobody in on asylum in a year. I'm sorry if that's mean, but we are overwhelmed. That's what a responsible president would do, but we don't have that. We don't have a responsible Democratic Party either. And we have a lot of irresponsible Republicans. Oh, we do. I mean, this McCarthy boot out, was that was just absurd. So um, now we have debates in the House and the Senate on trying to get a compromise. So the Republicans say we will give Ukraine more money if you Democrats tighten up the asylum rules. It's as simple as that. That is what is being discussed. Okay. The Democrats don't want to tighten up the asylum rules, but they will if they think it'll help Biden and their election chances in 24. Republicans, a lot of them don't want to give any money, more money to Ukraine. That's a mistake, in my opinion, but they don't want to. So now there is no bill. You've got to understand this. There's no bill in the House. There's no bill in the Senate. It has not been written yet. It's just yapping. Yap, 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 yap. But it's important yapping. Now, some facts. Um, the USA has given Ukraine up to this point, according to the Associated Press, $45 billion with more on the way, okay? NATO has given Ukraine 
$1.5 billion for a total of $80 billion flowing into that small country to fight Putin. All right. They're going to need another $80 billion at least to fend off Putin because Putin, he'll spend unlimited amounts of money and take unlimited casualties, which he's doing, all right, to conquer Ukraine because it's all about Putin. It's not about Russia. It's not about you. It's about him. And he's not going to be humiliated. All right. Um, as far as the border is concerned, um, asylum requests under Biden as of September 15th this year, 2023. All right. 732,000. Formal requests. No one could adjudicate that which is why you need to suspend 732,000. Most of those people are in the wind because the Biden administration lets them in. They're not waiting in Mexico. They're not waiting in their home country. They're here. 732,000. In the four years under Trump, there were 374,000. So in three years under Biden, there's 400,000 more. You see what this open border does. And that doesn't count people that are running in here, People that are, uh, didn't claim asylum, they just showed up and the Border Patrol let them go. Homeland Security let them go. Doesn't, doesn't count any of those people. So this thing is totally out of control. What about the money? Well, according to the House Committee on Homeland Security, uh, this is costing Americans $451 billion a year. Whoa. So we're giving Ukraine $45 billion, 10 times more money is being spent by state and federal governments on migrants here illegally. It's almost a half trillion dollars a year. Okay, this is insane. And that's where our tax money is going. So how anybody could pull a lever for Joe Biden, you got to be an idiot. All right, you have to be. And I'm not saying that with any due respect at all. About 2,000 migrants are dead trying to get here. Cartels killed the most of them. Some accidents, 2,000 of them dead. And drug seizures at the border up 20% from 22 to 23. Um, And most drugs get through. And this is all on Biden, one man. So the Biden administration knows it's in deep, deep trouble. It wants the money for Ukraine. Republicans will give it the money if the asylum is tightened up. I expect this to happen. I think despite Schumer, who is an obstacle, Schumer and Harry Reid, remember old Harry Reid, Senate Majority Leader from Nevada, he's dead. Uh, He was possible. Schumer's just as bad. But Schumer will come around when somebody from the White House picks up the phone and says, knock it off, Chuck. So that's the memo. President Biden in uh, Colorado, Bidenomics, mobilizing investments. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, it's just, he's really there to raise money. That's what Biden is doing in Colorado. He comes back uh, 8.30 tonight. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. 
Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Nikki Haley, interesting story. So um, none of the Republican challengers to Donald Trump has taken on any momentum at all except for Ambassador Haley or Governor Haley, whatever you want to do, whatever title you want to use. So there are two uh, political action committees now supporting her, Independence Moving the Needle and Americans for Prosperity Action. That's run by Koch, billionaire Charles Koch. That's a lot of money for Nikki Haley. Okay, it's coming in. All right, now, cash on hand, uh, the ambassador is 12 million. Donald Trump is 38 million. All right, cash on hand, according to Axios. Here are the polls on Nikki Haley. In Iowa, Trump's got 47, DeSantis 17, Haley 14. In New Hampshire, Trump's got 46, Haley 19, pretty strong number, and Christie 11. South Carolina, her home state, Trump's got 49, Haley 19, DeSantis 11. You would expect Haley to do a little bit better in South Carolina um, because she's, that's her home territory. Anyway, Nikki Haley um, probably is the most powerful challenger, but she's not going to usurp Trump. Not going to happen. But she's got money and she's got a little momentum. The others don't have any. Now, Hannity, I talked to Hannity today about his debate tomorrow night. Uh, and I gave him a compliment. I don't think it is anybody else in the country could have put it together, Governor DeSantis of Florida and Governor Newsom of California, and they'll be there with Hannity in a debate situation. And then Hannity and I discussed about how you handle stuff like this. We posted that interview on BillOReilly.com for everybody. You can watch it and listen to it. Anyway. Uh, this is a big chance for DeSantis tomorrow night. 
And then the next week is the Republican debate. News Nation will carry that. I'll be, you know, involved in that uh, mix. I'm not going to do the debate, but the analysis. Um, so Haley uh, and DeSantis are going to get some exposure in the next 10 days. Um, but I don't think it's going to do a lot of good. I think that the MAGA supporters are so fiercely loyal that Trump will ride all this out. Now, Trump got another endorsement. This is so strange. <laughs> this is really weird. So there's a guy uh, in Rhode Island named Mark Fisher. He's a co-founder of Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island. Okay, now Black Lives Matter is about as progressive as you can get. He's endorsed Trump. Roll the tape. We've been used and abused for so long at that party. They don't value our vote. Uh, their policies are basically um, racist policies. And I believe it's a racist party that strikes at the heart of the, the black family and the nuclear family in general. And I believe Donald Trump is he's the opposite. So he's calling the Democratic Party a racist party. Now, he because the interviewing skills of most uh, people on television are so poor, we don't know why. But I had my crack staff dig it out. Number one, Mark Fisher, the Black Lives Matter guy, objects to abortion. He's a pro-life guy. Okay, number two, he's a capitalist. And he wants uh, African-Americans to be able to create wealth, not be dependent on the government. Number three, he doesn't like defunding the police, even though that's a Black Lives Matter tenet. I don't know how that squares. Um, maybe we get this guy on. I'm talking to my producers now in the booth. Get, put in a call to Fisher uh, for next week. Maybe we get him on so I can sort this out. Um, anyway, he doesn't like sanctuary cities either. So this Black Lives Matter guy, leader in Rhode Island, is endorsing Trump. <laughs> Boy, talk about strange bedfellows, right? Okay. Uh, now, yesterday I told you that uh, in Connecticut, they wanted to ban uh, gas-driven cars by 2035, and I told you it was unconstitutional. No state can do that. So today, Governor Ned Lamont, I guess he was watching the No Spin News, and listening on WABC Radio, which carries us at 9 p.m., uh, he said, no, we're not going to do it now. <laughs> Look, no government can come in and tell you that you can't have something that doesn't violate public safety. If it violates public safety, then they can do it. So you can't have a bazooka, all right? Can't have a mortar, a functioning one, because it's too dangerous. But a car that we have had now for more than a century running on gas, yeah, theoretically it's dangerous to the planet, but you can't do that because that sets up a dictatorship. You can have this, you can't have that. So this isn't hard. And Ned Lamont, a Democrat in uh, Hartford, said, oh, we're not going to do that now. Good. Walt Disney. So yesterday uh, there was a uh, meeting held in New York City with uh, CEO Bob Iger, who's a very liberal man. So uh, in one year, Disney stock has dropped from 105, um, no, has dropped 105 points. <laughs> Sorry to laugh. It's now at about 91 bucks. 
105 points. So it's close to 200 a year ago, and now it's 91. That's not good if you have, and you know how many pensioners have Disney stock in their portfolios? And the thing is, it's a disaster. It's an absolute disaster. So my theory, and it's just that I'm not an economist, is that Disney, by taking the side of the woke people in Florida who wanted to introduce to seven, eight-year-old, nine-year-old children explicit sexual material, That's what they wanted to do in Florida. Disney sided with that crew. And, of course, DeSantis and the Florida legislature passed laws against it. But Disney was on the other side of that because they are in Disney World in Orlando. They, okay, yeah, you know, six, seven, eight years, nine years old public school. Yeah, you can get all this stuff. Get all this gay stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So... Millions and millions and millions of traditional Americans saw that, and they remember it. So therefore, uh, the Disney Corporation is not doing the business it used to do. Its movies are bombing and all of that. Its television operation, Disney Plus, not doing that well. The parks still do well, because when the kid comes up to you, I want to go to Disney World or Disneyland. I mean, I want to go. I want to. You're going to take them. I took my urchins. The kid back then, it wasn't a problem with Disney. Not as a problem. But if I had a seven, eight year old kid who was pining to go there, I would probably take him. Um, so those parks are doing okay, but everything else is a disaster. And I think it's because of the woke business, but I could be wrong. Joining us now from Charlotte, North Carolina, is Paul Chesser. He is the Director of Corporate Integrity Project for the National Legal and Policy Center. They watch corporations. That's what integrity means, corporate integrity, see how they behave. So am I wrong here, Mr. Chesser? No, no, not at all, Bill. Uh, You know, there's a lot more to it beyond uh, Disney weighing in on the side of of that law, the or against the law that was passed by Governor DeSantis and the legislature in Florida, they're inserting, you know, Chris Rufo, the investigative journalist, was fed information from whistleblowers inside of Disney that said, exposed uh, their their producers and directors saying they're going to intentionally insert pro-LGBT material in children's programming and children's movies. And it was not long after that, that battle, and that that stuff was revealed that we saw Lightyear, the the sequel, one, the latest sequel to the Toy Story series, they they had created that film without any LGBT significant uh, presence. And what they did was, in response to that Florida uh, uh, battle, they inserted a gay kiss into that movie, and that, that really, you know, beyond, beyond the the poor quality of the film, uh, it, it bombed last summer. Um, so, so it's it's Disney not only weighing in on on political issues they shouldn't be involved in, which is what we're about. We're shareholders in Disney, and we we call companies to stay out of divisive politics like uh, LGBT and and abortion and so forth. Uh, it's it's 
Disney, Disney intentionally uh, applying their social agenda, their LGBT agenda into their programming and um, there there would be customers are are, are running away from it. That was under Chapik, who they fired. All right. That was a CEO. It wasn't there long. Uh, They fired him. uh, And now Iger is back. As I said, he's a very liberal man. He operates in Hollywood, which you don't get more left wing than that. Um, but Iger has, has kind of toned it down, right? Well, <laughs> there's more to that story because Iger, Chapek was in power for the equivalent of five minutes in, 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 in the corporate world. Uh, Iger, even though he stepped away from the CEO role, he was still hovering in the background. There's articles in the Wall Street Journal at CNBC that really went into depth on this. Shapek, when the whole Florida uh, confrontation was coming down, Shapek did not want to weigh in on it. He wanted to stay out of it and and just sort of remain neutral and, and keep keep peace uh, until all the California employees <laughs> uh, raised hell and said, "You know, you got to weigh in on this this so-called don't say gay uh, bill in Florida." And and he felt pressured to do so. So Shapek spoke up about it against probably his better instincts. And that was also driven by a tweet that Iger had issued from the sidelines in Disney, but still involved, saying, you know, this is wrong, this whole Florida bill. So it was really Iger that forced and pressured the uh, the Disney's involvement in that issue. If it was up to Chapek, he would have stayed out. And then, you know, sort of, things sort of fell apart behind, behind the scenes. Uh, if you read those articles, Iger... It gets frustrated with Chapek and not giving. Yeah, uh, I mean, enough, but, uh, love America is so forth. And, yeah, they don't care about that. What they care about is what you, know. you raise indoctrination to children by inserting right. things into children's films that should not be there. So, in your opinion, can Disney make a comeback? Say, I think Bud Light is done forever. Not Anheuser Busch; mm-hmm. they'll survive. They got other products, but Bud Light's not coming back because of the trans thing they did. Can Disney, when a stock drops 100 points, 105 points in a year, can they ever come back? Because people aren't going to forget this. They're not going to forget it. Right. That 100-point drop represents 100. That's that's a 100% drop. That, that, That have the value of their stock. So what I would say is, uh, with the latest flops with the Marvels and Wish, and, you know, Marvels is somewhat, you know, put women in these superhero roles. You know, there's not a lot of fans, uh, you know, as far as how that's portrayed. One of their top characters in the Marvels, latest Marvels movie is Kamala. I mean, what does that tell you about <laughs> is uh, about the about Disney's where Disney's mind is at? And then Wish, which is supposed to be a throwback, uh, you know, harken back to some of the popular songs in the previous Disney movies, popular Disney movies. They both have flopped, and it's it's the height of the Christmas season, a big big season for that. Sure. And, and but they're not especially, from what I've heard, they're not especially injected with woke, uh, you know, ideology or or portrayals. So what I think has happened is. Disney has destroyed trust. It's yeah, just a matter oh, there's of no trust. doubt. The fan, Their credibility. The, the fans. That's right. The fans are staying away. So, they are. You know, it's hard to repair that trust, even though Disney may you know shy away from the, that more explicit content. It's going to take a while. And you know, last year or earlier this year, the shareholder meeting, we called for the re- the replacement of the whole board because they they brought even though last year Disney 
was a you know failed as a company that stock had plummeted a year up to a year yeah. ago we but we it, said you know the the board doesn't deserve to return but they, no they but you know also. how it is out there it, it is very very left wing and they they protect each other mr chester thanks very much we really appreciate it and uh just on a, a postscript on the story that's the power of the people okay this is you know you a lot of i get a lot of letters like i feel so helpless i feel def- you know i can't defend anyone no no if the American people finally wise up to really what the progressive agenda is, and that's why I'm here. That's really the only reason I'm here, to try to warn everybody in this country the danger of this progressive left movement of which Disney bought into. So the consumers, the American people said, no, once you mess with parenting, that's you cross the line. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe, download now, the truth. Okay, let's get on to smart life. Diabetes and obesity rising in young Americans. No surprise. This is data from the Journal of the American Medical Association, which is credible. So, um, diabetes in uh, younger people in America, and this is a big, big study, all right, like 50,000 people. Um, no, 13,000. That's a pretty big difference. Uh, 209 to 220. Uh, diabetes is up uh, from 3 to 4%. Obesity from 33% to 41 Lots of uh, corpulent folks running around. And then hypertension up from 9 to 12%. All of this is sugar. Okay, so if you are a parent or grandparent, you got to get the kids away or the younger people away. So if you go in and, and you're buying the lattes for seven, eight bucks, I mean, you're just killing yourself. Number one, financially, it's stupid. And you're just dumping that sugar. All right. And there are enough alternative drinks. And I've told you so. OK, uh, we got brain pop. We got ice. Uh, this ice beverage is very good. No sugar. Okay, no aftertaste. I can't drink the diet, and that's bad for you too. The diet soft drinks are bad. And the aftertaste is terrible. But there are drinks now because there's a big market. But people they grab this stuff, these energy drinks and all of that. It's it's a kid, they don't look at the label and see how much sugar's in there. And that's what these kids are doing. Go to any deli and you just see what they're racking up. All right. Now, everybody knows that ice cream and candy and cookies and all of that junk. All right. Is going to load you with sugar. But they don't know about the beverages. 
And that's a, a smart life tip for everybody. You know, you got to do your research. Everybody's taste is different. But there is so many now alternatives that don't kill you. And, and I said this before, I'll say it again. When tobacco was known to cause cancers and heart disease, the government launched this unbelievable anti-tobacco campaign. And that's why the smoking in the United States has dropped. We go to Europe, they're all, they're all like this. Because the government said they don't care. Here, tobacco is, you know, if I see somebody smoking now, I go, whoa, right? But they won't do it for the sugar because the lobby is too powerful. Smart life. This day in history, November 29th, 1981, actress Natalie Wood drowns in the ocean off the coast of L.A. near Santa, Santa Catalina Island, 43 years old. A lot of people have forgotten about Natalie Wood, but she was a big star in the 1960s. Roll the tape. Come down. No. Maria. Please. My mother and father will wake up. Just for a minute. A minute is not enough. For an hour, then. I cannot. Then forever. Shh. Coming up. Maria. Momentito, Papa. Now see what you've done. Momentito, Maria. Cállate. Shh. It is dangerous if Bernardo knew. I will let him know. I'm not one of them, Maria. But you are not one of us. And I am not one of you. All right, Natalie Wood, Rebel Without a Cause. She was in a lot of big films. Now, it's an interesting story. So she's with her husband, Robert Wagner, another actor, and Christopher Walken, another actor. And they're on a mini yacht. And the yacht is captain. There's a guy there, okay? And he's taking him around. His name is Dennis Davern. So Wood uh, gets involved with an argument with her husband, Wagner. And I, I, I don't know what it was, but they, they're fighting. And the captain takes Wood off the boat and to a hotel in Catalina. The next morning, Wood comes back. And then that night, and they're all drinking and drugging and doing all that. Okay. There's another argument, and boom, she's overboard. No life jacket, by the way. All right? They find her a mile from the boat, floating in the ocean, dead. So the coroner gets it and rules his accidental death. Okay, like Dennis Wilson of the Beat Boys. He say, fell overboard in Marina Del Rey. He was stoned. He dies. That's what they ruled with Wood. But the captain said no. He thinks that there was foul play. They reopened the investigation. And last year in May, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department cleared Wagner and... Um, and the other guy, Walken, of any wrongdoing. But the investigation is still open. All right. So that happened um, November 29th, 1981. We will take a quick break. Back with my mail and a final thought. Okay, let's get to the mail. Nancy Brenfleck, Prescott, Arizona. Bill, I'm outraged that it seems Israel is releasing far more Hamas prisoners than Hamas is releasing of the hostages. Why is that, do you suppose? Obviously, one side of the biggest advantage is for Hamas. It's never going to be perfect. The fact that some hostages are being released by the terror group, not a responsible government, a terror group, 
So that's the, that's the way they made the deal. All right. Obviously, life is far more valuable in Israel and the West than it is in the terror precincts. They don't care. Jim, sorry, Bill, I don't consider the ceasefire hostage exchange a success, as you said. Number one, I did not say it was a success. I don't know where this is the second day in a row I've been misquoted. Okay. It was a success. It's a necessity if you want to get those people out. Not a success. The whole thing is a debacle. Um, Anyway, if you believe that you can negotiate with Al-Qaeda or ISIS or Hamas or Hezbollah in a reasonable, rational way, you're out of your blanket mind. You can't do that with Putin. Putin's still holding a Wall Street Journal reporter, the American over there can't reason with these people. They're not going to be fair. You save as many lives as you can save. Stephen Barenfeind, Parkfield, Maryland. The holding of classified material by uh, President and Vice President Joe Biden was supposed to be investigated by Special Counsel Robert Hur. We have not heard anything almost a year later, but we have, Stephen. You missed it. Hur says he's not going to prosecute. Biden. Does he, he was irresponsible, but he's not going to do anything else. That's what her says. Anybody surprised? Daniel Zavel, Wheeling, Illinois. Hey, Bill, is there anyone in the Biden cabinet that can tell the truth? I'm serious. If you could let me, and I'm sure others who listen to you know, via the No Spin News, that would be great. These people do what they're told to do. That's it. (laughs) It's not like there's independent thinking, but all administrations are like that. I mean, you know, the spokesperson's not going to go against Biden, and neither are any of his cabinet people. So telling the truth, I don't think that's a top priority in the federal government. Bradford Burke, Rockport, Missouri. A few years ago, I started donating to the Independence Fund and Delta Rescue but after you discuss them on the No Spin News. But you now say you don't donate to Independence Fund anymore. They had a change in management at Independence Fund. Okay, I'm not confident in that management. My job to analyze, because I give in my own money. I'm not saying they're doing anything wrong. I am saying that they have fulfilled their mandate. Everybody who needed a track chair, every vet and cop, disabled, Got one. Okay. My fundraising, more than $30 million. And I gave my own money. But now it's different. Delta Rescue is a different story, too, because they've gotten stronger, in my opinion. This is a really good outfit if you care about animals. And of course, we do here. And I'll have an update on Holly the Terror Dog tomorrow, by the way. A lot of you have been writing about her. Uh, she was very ill, and she uh, is making a comeback, but we'll, we'll discuss it. Um, but anyway, I am on board with Delta Rescue, and I think if it is a very worthy charity. But also, your local ASPCA, where you can walk in and see. Don't forget that. Diane Janich, Cheyenne, Wyoming. My husband went to a restaurant in Colorado. Cheyenne's on, uh, just north of Colorado. He was charged $12 for cocktail, $3.50 for ice, and a fee for the increase 
in the pay of the waitstaff. I was told Colorado passed a law to help pay for the increase in their employees' pay. Look, I don't care what Colorado did or Wyoming. Your husband paid $15.50 for a cocktail? He should be sleeping in a garage. No. No. $3.50 for ice? <laughs> Just, come on, you guys got to draw the line here. Always ask how much stuff costs, by the way. I love these waiters who come up with the specials. And we have a salmon croquet. How much is it? You know, I ask. Then everybody looks at me like, ooh. <laughs> Jim Pacella, Plainview, New York. Loved your idea about tracking down old friends for holiday cards. One of my cousins hosted a party during December. And beside getting to see one another again, I really cherish the do you remember stories we all share. Listen, it's a great tip. Okay? Remember your childhood Conjure up some names of people, send them Christmas cards. A little nice little note in there. Come on. It's your life. Eric Eisenhower, Dallas, Texas. I took your advice and bought myself the gift for president. Premium membership to BillOReilly.com. Excellent. And now you might want to upgrade a concierge. Because Bob, Eric, I should say, uh, if you've got any problems at all down in the Big D or in Texas or in life, I'll help you out. That is what concierge membership is. Okay, uh, let's go to the BillOReilly.com Christmas Hanukkah store. Sign books, uh, we have two weeks, I believe. And I've signed 7,000 books. <laughs> Pretty good. But they're going to go. And I'm not going to be able to sign anymore. 7,000, like this, okay? Um, also, gift cards for premium membership. You get a free book for every gift card. Buy five gift cards, give them to five different people for holiday presents. You get five books. That's 10 gifts. Do the math. Killing the Witches and Killing the Killers together, $21.95. Yeah, there they are. United States of Trump and a blue Merry Christmas ornament, $17.95. And here is a great deal that I just came up with. You get Killing Crazy Horse, $9.95. And that's only because we negotiated a separate deal with the publisher. $9.95. Hardback. Great book. You'll love it. Uh, and then you get the whole series, all 13. We have a bundle. And that's, again, 13 different gifts or build your library. Okay, BillOReilly.com. Christmas store. Word of the day, not be odious. O-D-I-O-U-S. Don't be odious. Back in a minute with some good news about Killing the Witches. Here's the final thought of the day. Killing the Witches, my latest book, after two months, has sold 200,000 copies in this day and age, in two months, to sell 200,000 units, as they say, almost impossible. People don't read as much as they used to read. This book is on fire. It has been nominated for Best History Book of the Year by Goodreads. Okay? Now, if you want to vote, if you think it's the Best History Book of the Year, you go to BillOReilly.com. We have a link. So just link right on over. But, but, this is a big but. Come back to me. If you have not read Killing the Witches, please don't vote for it. We don't want to win like that. If you have read it, or most of it, and you think it's the best history book, 
that you've read this year, please vote. Goodreads is, a, is an honest outfit, and so are we. But I, and I appreciate your loyalty. Well, I didn't read it yet, but I'll vote for it anyway. But we don't want to win that way. We want you to enjoy Killing the Witches, learn a lot about the foundation of your country and this witch hunt that's occurring today. You know, I said on the radio, and it's absolutely true, on WABC this morning, there isn't a man in the United States, not one, that's safe from accusation. Somebody wants to destroy you, there's a lawyer lined up to take that case free. They advertise on television. They can lodge anything they want against you. And even if you're not guilty, your life, your family, your workplace, you know, that's a witch hunt. And we write about that in Killing the Witches. Ordinary people, not famous people. Ordinary folks, high school teacher, tennis commentator. And what happened to them? But if somebody hates you and wants to get you, and you're a man, no protection. None. I mean, this is such a serious situation. <clears throat> I can't tell you. No solution to it. The media loves it. Okay? The court system, yeah, we'll see you in three years. Yeah, you better bring a million dollars if you want to hire a lawyer to defend yourself. Better have a million to do that, maybe more. Salem was horrible. The witch hunt, I mean, you'll see how horrible it was. This isn't taking anybody's life by hanging them from a tree. But this is destroying lives. You know, when justice collapses, as it has in the United States, both criminally and civilly, it's collapsed. That's why we need strong new leadership in this country, and that's why we're going to concentrate on the 2024 election. Tell everybody about the No Spin News. We always appreciate you watching and listening, and we will see you again tomorrow.